Welcome to the Small Business Big Mindset Podcast, where we dive into tactical strategies to grow your business and make an impact on this world. A huge part of success is keeping your mindset and vision on track. So this is a major part of our process and this podcast. Let's do this. Hey, Erin here. Welcome to the Small Business Big Mindset Podcast. So before we jump into the this episode, which is all about the three email metrics that actually matter for your business success, I wanted to let you guys know about my brand new membership called Email Ally. It's currently only open for enrollment for my VIPs, those that are subscribed to my email list, follow me on social media, or are a member of my Facebook group. Um, you are considered a VIP since you are listening to this podcast. So I keep hearing from small business owners, listen, I get it, email, my email list is important. I should reach out to them consistently, but you know what? I do not have time. I can barely take a shower. How the heck am I gonna add on um, emailing my list consistently? Or look, yeah, I get it, but what the heck am I supposed to say? And every week, what? Um, And then people who are like, listen, I hate writing. It's not my jam. Whenever I write, it feels really awkward and stiff and it doesn't sound like me and I come across as salesy weird. So email ally to the rescue. So every month, uh, members get four customizable emails. So that's enough for you to write your list every week, right? And they can you can plug and play it to your audience and your industry. So if you could use the, um, the templates as is and just kind of fill it in. I mean, I go so far as to tell you, include an image here, upload a Giphy here. Um, I get super specific with some parts of it. I'm having so much fun. I've already written the content for May. Um, or you can use it to inspire. So maybe some of the templates are like, oh, I kind of get your brain going and expire, inspires you um, to write um, something on top of it. So they get the, the four customizable emails, 10 email subject lines. And I realize yet again, that is more content than you, than you need. Um, but this email subject line, so they're engineered to increase your your open rates, right? And yes, there's 10 and you only need four if you're doing weekly emails. So you can um, put the ones that you don't use into like an email subject line bank so that you have more to choose from moving forward. Um, And again, it can be a springboard to inspire or you can use them as is. Um, So all of this content equals an increase in happy customers and revenue. And on top of that, every month, a video training is uploaded to your account. So I'll be teaching both the tried and true and the latest in online content creation and copywriting. On top of that, you'll get access to Q and A's, masterclasses and accountability to hone your skills. So imagine having the simple tools to email your list consistently in essentially less time than it takes to order your groceries every month. It's like having a private email assistant and copywriting mentor at a fraction of the cost. So head over to musclecreative.com slash email ally to get more info and to enroll. Because if you're listening to this podcast in real time as it's um, been pushed live, then the doors are closing in the next couple of days. Okay, so let's head into this episode. There are so many metrics to track for your email and you should track them all. However, you'll go crazy if you track them all uh, and like you're constantly looking and studying um, the performance of every single one. So I'm gonna go over the three that should actually command your attention every week. Number one, your open rate. So your open rate is the percentage of people who open your email, right? Makes sense. Um, So different industries have different open rates, right? So I almost hate to go over open rates because they do vary so much between industries. 
But like uh, for marketing, I think in early 2020, like 19.3% was the average open rate for that. Um, and one thing you may not realize is that the open rate only counts the emails delivered where the recipient allows the images to be downloaded. If they don't allow this, they're not counted. So instead of... Um, what we do is that I'll compare open rate metrics to previous weeks um, to make sure it's not declining. Because if it's declining, that signifies a problem. So I have the industry um, average in, on my radar. And let's say if it's something we haven't hit yet, then that's a goal. If I have hit it, then it's a goal to do even better. But what I really look at is... Um, our own email performance week over week. So that's kind of really is more of a trend line for the health of our email. But if you want to improve your email open rate, um, obviously the top thing you can do is your email subject headlines. Um, so instead of coming up with like one email subject uh, and then going with it, make a long list of them because what I have found is that usually the first few that you come up with are crap. <laughs> They're not good. Um, and so then you're going to come up with a bunch of them and then narrow down a few and then um, pick the one that resonates most with you and what you're doing. Um, if you're further along, you could even do A-B testing, right? So you can maybe come up with your final two choices and uh, test them against each other, right? So if you're more advanced, then test it. If you're just starting out, do not worry about that. Just get it down to um, a weekly cadence or whatever makes sense for you. Um, and there's different types of subject lines. There's some that give the element of surprise, some that educate. I uh, go over the five main qualities of super clickable subject lines in my tutorial. So if you go to musclecreative.com slash subject lines, it's five bucks and it's full of crazy value to increase your revenue and by having more people actually opening your emails to consume the incredible content you have inside. So I'll put a link to it in the show notes. Um, and the other thing you're going to want to do too is take advantage of the preview text. So that's the supporting text to entice your reader. So a lot of times you'll see the subject line and you'll see the preview text below it. Um, and so you can use both of those to kind of entice your reader to open it up. Um, and then I'll say a little bit about spam folders. So obviously if your email goes into spam, people aren't going to see it most likely in order to open it. So um, Optin Monster was saying that globally, email has an inbox placement rate of about 83%. That means roughly one in six emails get sent to spam or are blocked uh, from your subscribers inbox altogether. That may not seem that bad, but it is uh, one in six. It's pretty high. Um, and every time your emails go to spam, that's money you're leaving on the table, right? Because nobody's seeing the content or your offer that you put your blood, sweat and tears into. Um, so you're going to want to avoid all caps in your subject line or some of the um, kind of more spammy words of like free deal, guarantee, risk free, special promotion, um, or if your subject line is misleading, it'll automatically go to spam. Um, and make sure your information is accurate. Um, you're from information, I should say. So it's Usually it's like your name or your company name or a combination of the two. And make sure to have a physical address. So you're actually legally required to have this. Uh, we obviously don't want our home address going out in all our emails. So we have a private mailbox with an actual street address um, for our business, or you can also rent a PO box. 
And when including links in your email, avoid putting too many links, just use a few. Like we only have um, a couple of links in ours, a lot of links that kind of like alerts uh, the spam people um, to think your email is spam. Um, and then, you know, test out to identify what time of day and what day of the week is best. Um, your email service provider probably has that information according to your subscribers. Or you can do a Google search or even do a poll. Like if you have a Facebook group, ask them when the, do they usually um, check their, their mail. Um, and ensure the content you're creating correlates to your audience, okay? Because low engagement rates can also signify spam. And obviously, never email people that haven't given you the permission to do so. They must have voluntarily subscribed to your email list for you to contact them. I have a freebie um, that gives you a year's worth of email subject lines. Um, go to musclecreative.com slash email subject. So it's a year's worth of email subject lines. It's going to amp up your open rates and therefore accelerate your sales. So go over there, check that out. I'll also put a link to that in the show notes. Okay, the next one, the second one is click through. So the click through rate, that's the percentage of people who opened your email, right? So not only did they open their email, but they actually took action. They clicked a link. So MailChimp has data that says that the average open rate across all industries is 21.8%. And the average click-through rate is 2.78%. And you should know that readers that open their email on their desktop are three times more likely to click on your links than compared to mobile. But the challenge is that more than 60% of emails are actually open on a mobile device. So you're like, great. If they open on the computer, they're gonna click through more, but they're most likely on their mobile. So um, you wanna make sure obviously that your emails are optimized uh, for mobile so you can hopefully see that increased engagement. Um, Emails that are optimized for mobile generate 15% higher click-through rates compared to emails that are not. So that's important to um, take into consideration. So every Tuesday, we send out an email about our latest podcast episode, and I include two to three links to that podcast episode. So that's typically, you know, you, you don't want to have a ton of links because of spam, but also because if people have too many options, they're not going to know what to do, and they're not going to click on anything. Um, so the click-through rate can also tell you if your audience is engaged and if they actually care about what you have to offer. And if you're using the right messaging, that entices them to click. So that's why the relevant content is so, is so important. So typically click-through rate, like 2%, it sounds low, but that's typically the goal. So there's a few um, click-through rates I can go through here. Um, health and fitness is usually a 2.57%. E-commerce, 2.32%. Education and training, 2.63%. Entertainment and events, 2.33%. And marketing and advertising is a little bit lower, 1.92%. So compared to uh, open rates, which will hover around the 20% range, um, to have like a 2% <laughs> click through, you're like, gosh, that's low, but it is what it is. Um, and so, like I said before, make sure you only have one call to action per email. Um, we usually have a PS at the bottom. So I'll talk, I'll talk about, um, a podcast episode. And then at the end, I'll have a PS, which either may be another link to the po that same podcast episode or something related because there's skimmers, right? There are people that hit, hit the email and they kind of read the top and then skim all the way down to the bottom and then they'll see the, the PS. So you'll tend to get a lot of engagement on your PS if you have that at the bottom. 
And you can, you know, if you have consistent content, like a podcast or a blog, or if you're promoting a webinar, just pick one of those um, to feature in your emails. Um, and there's some exceptions, like if they have a bonus podcast episode, and you know, maybe you want to include that in the PS then do that. But the PS it really is super powerful. And I'll do a separate um, podcast episode on that. You're going to want to make sure that your email looks consistent with your brand and your website as well. So that will help um, with your click through. So like I mentioned before, your brand colors logo, um, you know, will kind of add to that credibility. And then you're going to want to test between text links as your call to action or buttons, right? So we want to increase your click through rates, which one does your audience, um, you know, kind of go for better? Do they click on more text links? Or are they more um, button clickers? So you're not going to know until you um, test that out. And same thing with images, maybe test with no images, or maybe test a few of them. So MailChimp did a study that found that text only no images um, campaigns do better than campaigns that include between one and 10 images. But they also said that if your email includes more than 10 images, that's a lot, then click through rates are even higher than text only campaigns. So it really does depend upon your audience and what um, they kind of resonate with. So I would um, test that out. The third and final one is conversions. The conversion is a percentage of people who click through, take action um, on your offer or request. So um, according to uh, Castora e-commerce pulse, an email emails counted for 19.8% of all transaction, uh, just behind paid search at 19.9% and organic traffic at 21.8%. So in order for people to go, you have them as an email subscriber and you wanna make them a customer, you've got to nurture them and kind of bring them along this journey with every email that you send. So and examples of um, conversions could be they bought your product or they signed up for your webinar, let's say, right? So if they're converting, then it's, it's great because it's helping you gauge how interested your audience is, right? So if they're not signing up for your webinar, then you're like, huh, okay, what's going, what's going on? Let's look at the funnel and see where they're dropping off. So obviously conversions equal more money, so you want to get those up there. Um, and you want to balance it out. So don't have every email be like promote, promote, selling, selling, selling. You want to... Um, you really want to, I know it sounds cheesy, like add value, but it's true. So the more that you share free knowledge and tips, um, the more that when it comes to the point where you do have something that you actually want them to do, register your free webinar, buy a product, the more they're going to feel comfortable and they're going to let their guard down, right? Because you've already built up that relationship and the no like and trust factor. Um, and so I teach that if you're a student in my online business on ramp, uh, chorus, uh, you have, um, you know, I've, I teach this as well as in my new membership that I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast episode, Email Ally. I really kind of hone in on ways that you connect can connect with your audience. Um, if it's a cold audience, then you're going to want to send people to a webinar um, to really, really add a lot of value and give them a lot of free training and information, teach them something rather than linking directly to a sales page, right? Because the webinar that's there, you're educating them, you're informing them, maybe you're inspiring them, they're learning from you, they're getting to know you, and that can help um, increase your conversions as well. Conversion rates can vary, okay, kind of all over the place. Um, so I think like internet marketing is at 
7% conversion. Education is around 6%. Um, but I don't know. I kind of like what Amy Porterfield says, and I agree. I don't look really at industry standards. Just track track what yours looks like um, and then track performance over time, kind of similar to tracking your email performance week over week. You can look at industry standards, but honestly, you want to look at your own performance and how it's doing. Um, so you're going to want to make sure, obviously, I've said this before, that your emails are mobile friendly. Um, so to to increase those conversions, you want to know your audience, personalize your emails. So like I said, like all my emails start out with like, hey, first name, shorter subject lines, short, punchy to the point, um, break up the text in your emails for more white space. So it's not just like a block of text coming at them. Make sure your links are easy to see um, and easy to read. Um, and then, um, you know, make sure that your file sizes of your images are smaller, right? Because you don't want your email to take a million years to load. Um, and so that will all that would help you, especially as you're showing up as consistently as is realistic for you. And so honorable mention, so I already went over the three, but honorable mention that I will go over really quickly is subscribe and unsubscribe. So obviously, these are the people who either subscribe to your email or unsubscribe after getting an email from you. Um, so if you're obsessing about unsubscribes, you'll forever be obsessing about them because you're gonna, always going to get them. Um, and, you know, I know that it's hard, uh, you know, to see people leave, but they probably weren't a good fit. They probably, you know, they weren't ever going to consume your content or, you know, or be jazzed about your offer. So they probably weren't your ideal customer avatar anyway. Um, and the more your list grows, the more you're going to pay on your email service provider. So you don't want people that aren't right for you on your list because then you're paying for them, right? Um, so I would say check in every month or every quarter just to make sure that your unsubscribe rate doesn't drastically change, right? Because obviously if all of a sudden you have this like huge percentage of unsubscribes, something's going on there. Um, but uh, 0.2, 0.3% are industry averages there. Um, so, but again, just keep tabs on your own performance. So if it's pretty even keel, then you're, you're doing okay. Um, so another thing I will say too, if you're not consistent with your emails, then when you do start emailing them, you're going to get some unsubscribes because people are going to be like, who the heck is this person? I don't think I've ever gotten an email from them. I don't think I ever subscribed to them. So I'm going to unsubscribe. So that's another reason why it's great to be consistent. So there you have it. The three email metrics that you actually should uh, keep track of, most likely on a weekly basis, if that's the cadence that you're using. Um, uh, there's so many email metrics out there, but those are the three I, I recommend that you track. Hope this was helpful. If you have questions, email me at hello at musclecreative.com and I'll talk to you later. Thanks for tuning in to the Small Business Big Mindset Podcast. To keep the fun going, check out our Facebook group, Start and Scale an Online Business, for even more free trainings and resources from fellow entrepreneurs. If you haven't already, head on over to musclecreative.com and click subscribe to join our email list for our weekly updates. And if you've enjoyed this podcast episode, check us out on your favorite podcast platform to follow us and give us a review. As always, be authentic, bring an insane amount of value, and keep crushing it.